even though this was a specific word to prepare Mary, let's use this word to prepare us for the difficult times ahead. And let's be the light, even in the darkest times. And just as it said that Jesus was destined to cause many to fall and many to rise, he's still doing that today. Mm -hmm. The name of Jesus, the idea of Jesus is still causing some to fall and others to rise. Our prayer for you is that you would be one who would look at this Jesus, look at this Messiah and rise. Rise and believe in him and trust in him. Look at the scriptures, search them out. Trust the eyewitness accounts of these incredible experiences and rise with him. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast Christmas Week Specials, where each day we examine a portion of the Christmas story and discover new thoughts and insights into what really happened. Join us as we explore a familiar story with fresh eyes. Also this week, if you're interested in hearing how an investigative journalist and atheist who sought to investigate and disprove the life of Jesus actually became a believer after his research. Then check out our Facebook pages all week as we share parts of his story. You can also learn more about him by checking out his book, The Case for Christ. His name is Lee Strobel. So come on into the virtual sanctuary and let's examine the birth of Jesus. Thank you for joining us for this last day of our Christmas week episodes. This final day, we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 2. After Jesus was born, eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given to him by the angel even before he was conceived. Then it was time for their purification offering, which was an offering required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice that was required in the law, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now you can let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, 
this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Anna, a prophetess who was also there in the temple, the daughter of Phenuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband had died when they had been married for only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. I'm just going to start with Anna because what I love about this woman was here's a woman who was widowed at a young age, who made the choice not to remarry, but rather to spend every day serving the Lord. And She has a place in the scriptures, and we're still hearing her name today. We're still speaking her name today. She was really sort of like the first evangelist (laughs) out there on the streets of Jerusalem telling people about this child. And so I just feel like she was rewarded. Here's this woman who you know, nothing really special about her, just a woman who just made the choice to worship the Lord every day, make him the focus of her life, the entire focus of her life. She spent every day in the temple. And her reward at the age of 84 was to get to hold that child, the savior of the world Mm -hmm. in her arms. And, And we're still talking about her today. What a privilege that was for this woman. Doesn't this story with these characters, you know, these people, it seems reminiscent of spirit-filled people today, doesn't it? So you, you've got Simeon, you've got Anna, spirit-filled people, people following after God 100%. And they're being led by God all of their lives. Simeon was waiting for the Messiah, praying. He was going to the temple. And it says he was led by the Spirit to the temple that day. Here's a devout believer in the Lord, following after the Lord, being led by the Spirit, showing up at places at the right time. And then all of a sudden, he starts prophesying to Mary. You know, why do we have a record of this? You know, because this doesn't really pertain to us. Think about it. Like this, this was a word to Mary. So why do we have a record of this? Well, for one reason, it's it's an example of what a godly person is supposed to be like. Fasting, praying, devoting your life to the Lord, the Lord leading you, being in the right place at the right time, showing up at the right time and speaking a word of encouragement, speaking a word of warning, speaking a word of blessing, going out, being involved with what God's doing, seeing what God's doing, and then going out and rejoicing and relating 
those things to other people, the spirit of evangelism. This literally happens in our churches, right? So this is a spirit-filled believer, a normal experience. This happens to you, Joanna. This happens to me many times. This happens to all the people we associate with, that we follow after the Lord. Our lives are devoted to God. And obviously, you know, there's different levels of that each day that you go through. But the Lord's leading us. People come into our lives, divine appointments. We're speaking to them. We're impart, imparting words from God, encouraging them, building them up. We're being blessed, seeing what God is being fulfilling in other people's lives. This is a beautiful portrait of what life should be like for every single human being. I think what's fascinating about the word that he spoke to Mary is that from what we can glean from the scriptures, this is the first time that Mary has heard something negative about what's going to happen uh, yeah. to mm -hmm. her son. Up until this point, it was angels telling her, you know, mm -hmm. glory to God and, you know, he's the savior of the world. And, and what that probably thought, you know, in her heart and her mind and, and, you know, not even really fully understanding what that meant. And even Simeon, his very first declaration as he's holding Jesus in his arms is he's going to be this light that reveals God to the nations and he's the glory of the people of Israel. But then he turns to Mary, and for the first time since yeah. all this process started, he says to her, he will be opposed. Mm -hmm. The people of Israel are going to oppose him, and your heart is going to be pierced. Your soul is going to be pierced. Letting her know, preparing her. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he tell her that? And that must have been something for her to experience because all mm -hmm. of a sudden it's, we've just gone from the glory of Israel to he's going to be opposed and your soul mm -hmm. is going to be pierced. But even in that, isn't that the way that God is with us, that he prepares us when hard roads are coming? You know, mm -hmm. it's not always the light and the sunshine when we hear from the spirit of God. Because in this world, we encounter difficult paths, but he can even prepare us for those difficult paths. And he will. That's the point of this. One of the points is throughout scripture, we're encouraged and we're also fortified. We're warned that difficult times are coming. And Joanna, you and I have talked extensively about this on our own time that this world's not getting better, okay? I don't adhere to a glorious eschatology. We're not going to just perfect this world in such a way that it's going to progressively increase in righteousness and goodness until that ushers in the second coming of Christ. So I can't find that anywhere in the Bible. You know, people adhere to that. This world is going the opposite way, getting more lawless, getting more divisive, getting more evil and twisted from what God has designed. Yet at the same time, we're called to be the light and the glory to the people reflecting you know, Jesus. If Jesus is a light to reveal God to the nations, 
and he is the glory of the people of Israel, that's exactly who we are. We're the light. We're the glory for the world. So I guess in a way, even though this was a specific word to prepare Mary, let's use this word to prepare us for the difficult times ahead so that we aren't surprised as uh, didn't Peter say that? Don't be surprised at the fiery trials as if, you know, we're suffering something crazy or unexpected. No, let's expect this and gird ourselves up against it with the armor of God. And let's be the light even in the darkest times. And just as it said that Jesus was destined to cause many to fall and many to rise. He's still doing that today. Mm-hmm. The name of Jesus, right. the idea of Jesus is still causing some to fall and others to rise. So as we wrap up this week, having done a little bit of a closer examination of the story of Jesus, our prayer for you is that you would be one who would look at this Jesus, look at this Messiah and rise, rise and believe in him and trust in him. Look at the scriptures, search them out, trust the eyewitness accounts of these incredible experiences and rise with him. We hope you have a really wonderful and Merry Christmas. Ben and I and our whole church family want to wish all of you who have been listening this past month a Merry Christmas and a blessed and fulfilled new year. Remember to check us out at IWillBeYourChurch.com and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss a day.